Welcome to the Warrior Airmen Podcast, a podcast that enriches the unity of the community within the 102nd Intelligence Wing. This is the place where airmen can foster relationships built on our unique experiences. I am your host, Technical Sergeant Mandy Givens, and today we have the pleasure of having both Ms. Gianna Roma and Mr. Devin Smith. Devin is an O2X Human Performance Specialist, and Gianna is an O2X Nutrition Specialist working with the Massachusetts Air National Guard in order to implement the O2X Warrior Fit program. Today we will discuss a bit about their professional careers while diving into a bit of their personal inspirations and goals. Also, we will talk about the O2X Warrior Fit program, what their roles entail, and how this program will benefit our airmen. Welcome, Devin and Gianna. Thanks for having us. Thank you for having us. So, um, Gianna, would you would you mind beginning um, telling us a little bit about yourself, your educational background, and um, some of the positions you have held and currently hold? Sure. So, I'm Gianna. Um, I'm from Foxborough, Massachusetts. I obtained my undergraduate degree at University of Connecticut. Um, I studied nutritional sciences. While I was there, I played Division One soccer for the Huskies. Um, with my degree in nutrition, I moved on to complete my dietetic internship in New York City. Um, while simultaneously obtaining my master's degree in dietetics. Um, after that, I came back home to Massachusetts. I began working as a clinical dietitian in downtown Boston in the critical care units. Um, while working clinically, I've kept my doors open in the sports field, so I've completed projects with the New England Patriots dietitian. Um, I've worked at local PT sites. Um, I also became a certified personal trainer. I was working at a downtown gym in Boston. Um, with all these experiences, um, I have moved on to start working in the tactical field, which led me to accepting this position as a tactical dietitian um, for the Massachusetts Army and Air National Guard. Thank you. Sure. So morning, everybody, or afternoon, wherever we are in, the, in your day. So my name is Devin Smith. I'm a strength and conditioning specialist. I uh, grew up mid-state New York, uh, went to school, got my bachelor's degree in exercise science at Plymouth State University up in New Hampshire. And played Division Three lacrosse there, so it wasn't as elite of a caliber as an athlete as Gianna was, but uh, still got my due in there. And uh, left there, spent some time uh, floating around the New England area, strength and conditioning with, with uh, athletes at private academies and boarding schools, um, private facilities, working in the sort of the private sector there. Did orthopedic trauma consulting for a medical device company for a couple of years, and then was at West Point as an assistant strength coach. And then since moved on to O2X, uh, also have my master's in sports psychology. Oh, wow. You both have very impressive uh, resumes. <laughs> um, so one of the things I was going to ask, too, is uh, how did you both get introduced to O2X? So for me, um, I've always, like I said, I've always kept my the doors open for any other opportunity that comes mm -hmm. my way. Um, like I said, while working in the clinical field, I was doing working in the PT sites, um, where there I was working with NFL Columbine um, players, um, keeping that door open in the sports field and keeping my relationship open with the Patriots dietitian. He introduced me to this role um, and um, educated me on who O2X was, and I just loved everything about it, the whole uh, model behind it, um, the focus, and getting the opportunity to work with athletes, uh, tactical athletes in this situation has always been a dream of mine. So that's what led me to pursuing this opportunity. Sure. So uh, I got involved with O2X in uh, the late summer. I was working at West Point as a, as a strength coach, and I, uh, I've always had an interest in the tactical strength field. Um, you know, being at West Point gave me some more exposure to the field as well. But growing up, I was part of a, I was an Air Guard family. So my, both my parents were in the New York State Air National Guard. My father was a, a true guardsman for about 20, 25 years. 
and my mother retired as the 213th Engineering Installation Squadron Commander. Um, so I've always been, I kind of grew up, you know, on base, and I really enjoyed, I really enjoyed every aspect of the community had, and it was something I really wanted to give back to and, and get more involved with. So, uh, you know, I've always kept my eye on the tactical space and how I can get more involved, and that's how I kind of came across O2X, just, um, just through, some, honestly, some Google searches and then just via the internet. Uh, spoke with them, joined on as a uh, as a contractor, working on uh, weekend workshops, and that's what brought me to the to the Mass National Guard. Observed a couple workshops, and then uh, during the COVID situation, my wife and I made a, a life decision to move up to the coast of New Hampshire and then move out of Connecticut, where I was commuting to West Point from. And uh, with that decision, uh, this position opened up, and I was just really excited to, to sort of jump in and, and start from there. So really excited to to be a part of the company. It's it's really something special, and we're really happy to be working with the Mass National Guard. Thank you both for sharing a bit of your um, background and your experience. Um, so one of the ways that I became uh, familiar with the both of you was my augment uh, my augmentee duty over the summer, um, watching how the Army has implemented O2X, the Army Guard. Um, what is your experience or what has been your experience um, with O2X being implemented with the Army side? Because I think it's important for our airmen to know how that's panned out and how that's worked out and maybe so that they can um, try to get a sense of what's to come for them. Sure. So with the Army side, um, we did get a head start with them, working with them a couple months before we got rolling with the air side. Um, so I've had the opportunity to meet with some soldiers doing individualized nutrition consultations, um, during which time uh, we look over any kind of pertinent medical history, run through a diet recall, we set some goals to see what we're trying to achieve at the end of this. Um, and then we follow up in a month. So I've had a few soldiers I've met and completed one month follow-ups with, and I've seen great success, um, seven-pound weight loss in one month, just making great changes in regard for diet, um, exercise, um, mental health, all our focus points with O2X, which we'll get into, um, but just seeing great improvement in that regard, um, in addition to doing those in individualized consultations, also providing education, whether it be uh, briefs, uh, virtually in this situation, um, Educational flyers are created and handed out, um, nutrition presentations, and we'll get more into that, like I said, but um, just providing a lot of education with these soldiers has been beneficial for them on an individualized basis and in the group setting, too. You really touched uh, a lot on, you know, what you've been able to do on the Army side, and I definitely want our audience to know that um, – Aside from being in person, you know, with the pandemic having kicked off um, <laughs> last year, uh, a lot of what you've done and being being able to accomplish this um, with the soldiers and now, you know, implementing it with our airmen has been done through the pandemic. So it's not um, out of the realm of possibility, given the fact that we can't, you know, meet person to person. Um, so I think that's awesome that we are able to utilize you as a resource. How about you, Devin? What's been your experience with the Army? Sure. So I think it's just important to note too that we've uh, we've been partnered with the Warrior Fit program since uh, the beginning of, of FY20 of, of the previous year. So we've been have a, a good amount of time under the belt with with the soldiers over there. So like you had mentioned during the pandemic, you know, even from the onset, we had still become involved. We did you know the initial lockdown, and then from there we were able to follow protocols and still stay within parameters and still get a lot of work done on the implementation level. Uh, so you know, the the influence of last year was. Couple different levels of implementation from in-person didactic workshops, you know, following all safety protocols, and then a lot of virtual implementation as well. Um, so some of what I've been doing personally is, you know, we had initially once restrictions were beginning to loosen up, um, sort of in the mid-fall area, we were doing in-person training. So we were having, you know, on-base meetups for strength and conditioning in the mornings. We were doing lots of um, sort of 
hands-on mini workshops where we'd go over technique and, you know, with the ACFT, which is the Army's new uh, fitness standard, uh, there was a lot of, of, of rollout implementation, a lot of questions on the rollout. So we were doing a lot of familiarization with that and just sort of helping overall with the, with the awareness and, and the, the proficiency of the movements and of the test. So, you know, we have to adjust, obviously. So we're going virtual now with, with most of our workouts and our strength and conditioning. So mm -hmm. we've been putting together some uh, online virtual series. So we have pre-recorded videos with, uh, with workout sessions. It's not a full follow-along workout, which is nice. It's kind of a three to five minute um, really brief overview of the workout. And that mm -hmm. way you can just you can set a clock and get it done on your own. But you have the videos there to guide you through technique and whatnot. But you don't have to stay glued to your computer this whole time. Because, you know, in this virtual world we're all living in, it's, it is really good to unplug. So I didn't uh -huh. want to create a, an environment where people had to plug in for their physical fitness. I wanted them right. to be able to plug in, get what they needed to do, write it down if they needed to, and then put the computer away. Um, so a lot of our implementation has been on that level. Uh, and then what we've been doing on, on top of that is, as Gianna had alluded to, was the educational briefings sort of just around the state and, and you know, stopping at different armories. And now it's been, you know, stopping at the, at the air bases with a 104th and 102nd and just raising awareness of the program delivering on any kind of educational resources is that uh, the individual units or elements may request. And that can be injury prevention, that could be uh, on Gianna's side, you know, different macronutrients for, you know, optimized performance or whatever it might be, you know, how to fuel best on a, on a performance assessment day, on a physical assessment day. Uh, so we've been doing a lot. And that's the nice thing is we have a lot of resources in our back pocket. And we can really tailor those to the individual, individual units and, you know, airmen and soldiers that we work with. Yeah, I'm glad that you um, touched base with that because um, unbeknownst to our audience, um, I'm the POC for the uh, 102nd implementing the O2X Warrior Fit program. And um, we all um, have had, you know, meetings with our leadership here at the wing and um, leadership is very excited about implementing and using, utilizing you both as resources here. I know that um, you have uh, made contact with many of the POCs within um, a couple different groups and squadrons. And then also um, you're on our 102IW Facebook page and you've made it to our um, Seagull support page. And we're just really hoping to um, continue to build that Rolodex and building that network so that our airmen and family, their families can utilize you as a resource. Um, something else that you had mentioned in regard to um, O2X, you know, you both have your specialties, but overall and, and encompassing like what the O2X Warrior Fit program is um, rolling out includes like the Thrive piece, right? Well, obviously, uh, Gianna, you're very familiar with the E and then yourself with the, um, the sweat. But can you both speak to um, as a whole, like the, the different components or... Um, I'm not sure, would you say pillars? I'm not sure what the, mm -hmm. the formal uh, context is um, or terminology, but can you both please um, inform our airmen a little bit more about like the program itself? So I kind of just to take a step back, you had mentioned mm -hmm. the Eat, Sweat, Thrive, and that's sort of the methodology we employ at O2X, and that's how we like to approach sort of all aspects of human performance. And there are a lot of subcategories when it comes down to, to our performance. You know, there's, there's how we manage our sleep. There's how we manage our nutrition, how we manage our physical fitness, how we warm up preparing for physical fitness. So what we like to do is it, everything's kind of narrowed down to eat, sweat, thrive. Right? So Gianna can speak to the eat category um, as far as quality, quantity, and timings, and she can elaborate on that in a second. Uh, sweat is sort of my, my specialty. That's going to be preparing um, sweating, which is the actual uh, in, induction of stress to the body, mm -hmm. and then how we adapt from that, and then the recovery from that. 
uh, and then the thrive portion is what you had mentioned and that and that really seems to be the underlying foundation for the eat and the sweat um, it, it really the thrive refers to anything from the neck up as we like to say and that's going to be all of your mental performance your mental resiliency your sleep hygiene how you manage stress and how you and you mitigate stress before you have to manage it. You know, how, how do you let that stress in? So, uh, and how do you meet it head on? So uh, with, with that eat, sweat, thrive approach, it really takes a, a full three-pronged um, sort of attack towards how we're going to improve our goals. And then one thing we also like to mention is to be 1% better. And sort of, you know, how do you improve your eat, sweat, and thrive categories is, is by implementing 1% changes. And that can be as simple as swapping a can of soda with, with a glass of water. You know, you know yeah. and then building upon that and really building the efficacy, building the confidence, and then that will bleed into other aspects of your life. Um, as you both know, I, um, I have a background uh, in resiliency. I'm a master resiliency trainer here at the 102nd. And a lot of what you had just mentioned is very reminiscent of the Air Force Resiliency Program. And that Thrive piece, I, you know, it's all about our mindset. And our mindset is either going to dictate like how we – choose that 1% every day. And I know that my for myself, I struggle with sometimes it's either 100% in or 100% out and just finding. And then that 1%, I, I really like that, um, the idea of that because it doesn't put a great deal of pressure on me. That's something that I had to um, refocus on just recently is um, taking, you know, 1% changes and implementing those versus like, okay, it has to be 100% or guess what? I'm just, you know, going to figure it out tomorrow. <laughs> and then yeah. it just, you know, you wake up and then it's been a month and you're like, oh, wait a second. I've thought about it so long and yet I haven't really taken the action because my mindset really wasn't 100% there. Um, would you both mind um, talking a little bit about maybe, you know, your personal experiences with this? Um, well, not with this, but with like changes over time or maybe um, something that you've seen yourself change and getting better with with these um, competencies, these um, the, the eat, thrive, sweat. Can you speak to an experience? From a personal standpoint? Yeah. Yes, please. Um, sure. So <clears throat> eat, sweat, thrive. So I'll start with thrive because that's, you know, a big topic, especially this past year with the pandemic. A lot of changes for everyone. Um, going to a whole virtual world like we were talking about, it can be challenging and isolation and whatnot. Um, so thrive, like you said, and I'm the same way. I'm all, like all in or all out kind of person, but really using that O2X, our, essentially our theme of always trying to get 1% better every day. Um, that has been very helpful for me personally. Um, and I think could be helpful for our soldiers and airmen, um, going through our program to always just focus on getting 1% better every day. Um, as for sweat, you know, um, uh, this is something I've always been um, a focus of mine, always uh, staying active. That's my stress reliever. Mm -hmm. um, using our app for our workouts has been my go-to during this time where our gyms are shut down. We have the virtual option where you can do uh, use minimal equipment and whatnot. So that has helped me get better every day in that regard. Um, and then for eat, that it being my passion, that, is, <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. just kind of comes naturally for me personally, yeah. but um, always staying like on the grind with that. Mm -hmm. So that's for my personal situation. Sure. I, I would put eating into my passions category as well. <laughs> so, <laughs> I think uh, we can all relate to that. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I'd say from, you know, my personal experiences, you know, in, in the eat category, I uh, I really tend to, to put a lot of weight into to homemade meals. And, mm. you know, I, I'm sort of biased in the sense that, you know, I, I'm very lucky that my wife is, a, is an amazing cook and that's something we enjoy doing together. And that also goes into to the Thrive category, which is that's how we both unwind and that's how we spend more time together. And, you know, we really like to 
to, you know, just spend time cooking, creating meals together and learning together. It's something we do outside of the actual kitchen itself. We read books on it. We watch documentaries on it. And you know, that's really something that we use to, to unwind and, and reset. Uh, on the sweat category, that's, uh, you know, that's, that's sort of my bread and butter. That's something that I've been relying on for, for years and years now and getting to decades at this point. And that's what brought me into the field in general, you know, um, just physical fitness itself is kind of what, you know, kept me a little bit out of trouble in high school. It helped me connect better with my father. It helped me get better at sports. And it, it really gave me my career and it gave me my my desire to, to go to college and, and, and go on from that into this field. And I, I've seen the joy that it has brought me and the clarity that it's brought me in my life. So I really wanted to help bring that to, to, to other people and to the masses and help athletes get better, help people get better. And, you know, now it kind of combines the two with, with tactical athletes is just to help people become more resilient at their jobs and, mm-hmm. You know, another thing we like to we like to mention at O2X is just, you know, help people finish as strong as they started with their careers, you know, and yeah. you, you want to retire just as fit or, mm-hmm. or at least as close as you can get to when you started. That way you can enjoy your retirement and really enjoy the hard work you put in over the years uh, and then do your job effectively in between those two bookends. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, leading to the thrive portion further, it, it really is. There's a lot of mental clarity that, that comes from from training, even when you don't want to. And, and I'd be naive to say that, you know, that's that's something that we all want to do every day. Right. And I, I don't want to always work out or whatever it might be but if you can overcome that barrier and develop some grit and it always wins out right at the end of the day it's about balance right it's never going to be a a, it's always a push and pull so once you can overcome that and develop the grit and really develop the discipline and continue to work on it and speak well to yourself when you don't when you don't meet that criteria you know when 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 the, the, the voice inside of you wins and you decide to stay on the couch instead of going out for a run, you can't beat yourself up about it. You know? And that, that goes into the thrive as well as anything else does. So with that foundation of, of the thrive portion, you know, that's something that I've really leaned on recently, especially like Gianna had mentioned with the pandemic. It's, mm-hmm. it, it's been a sort of an isolating experience, and I'm also a, a pretty isolating person it, it, by nature. I'm pretty introverted, and it might not come across in my coaching, but you know, on a personal level, I, I tend to be kind of quiet and reserved and this is sort of giving me a reason to stay further reserved. So one thing I've done personally, so my 1% has been to contact someone from my family uh, throughout uh, throughout each day, whether that's giving my grandmother a call or, or texting my mother or whatever it might be. Like the other day, um, we live up near uh, Peace Air Force Base. So one of the, uh, I believe it might have been a C-5 was flying overhead and um, I took a picture of it and sent it to my mother and she was saying how much she missed that sound and how much she missed oh, that, wow. that sight at work every day. And so little things like that and those yeah. little connections are, are sort of how I implement the the 1% to, into my day. Wow. Yeah, you know, I thank you both for sharing your personal experiences. I, I think that everyone can relate, you know, at a minimum with the, the eating. And then, um, you know, the Thrive piece is I feel like is always the common denominator when it comes to um, – like I, like I had already mentioned, anything that we put our effort into, if our mindset is there, I feel you find more success. Um, so moving along, I, I wanted to talk a little bit about um, like how we're going to utilize you here in the 102nd. I, I like alluded to already, we've already had some briefings. Um, some of the things that you've already done here within the 102nd, would you mind um, talking to that, please? Sure. So starting with E, I just want to touch on the <clears throat> our focus with the E and why it's important. So nutrition is the fuel that powers human performance, right? So proper nutrition will help you optimize your daily mental and physical potential by keeping you alert and prepared. In contrast, poor nutrition will slash your physical readiness and mental acuity and undermine your conditioning efforts and overall well-being. So as a tactical athlete, proper habits will keep you safer, stronger, and more resilient so you can finish your career as strong as you started. 
That is the overarching goal of the O2X curriculum. Um, the foundational elements that I would be focusing on as the nutrition specialist with the tactical field is uh, one, stabilizing our blood sugar levels. So this is gonna be important when we're trying to stay alert, trying to be focused and performing our duties. If we have a low blood sugar or too high of a blood sugar, um, we can't perform our duties properly. We're not feeling well. Um, the other thing is maintaining proper hydration. So hydration is important again for alertness. Um, it also helps absorb any kind of, any kind of impact we might have. Um, and the third is controlling uh, the quality, quantity, and timing of our food intake. So quality meaning taking in good quality nutrition, um, less processed food, more natural food. Um, quantity, um, taking in the right amount to fuel our performance. And as for timing, you know, breaking our fast within that one hour that we wake up in the morning, um, trying not to eat too close to bedtime at night, mm -hmm. um, eating frequently throughout the day. So all these important um, foundational elements for nutrition and using it in that eat component as a uh, tactical athlete, these are all things that I would be teaching to um, the airman and soldier throughout this curriculum. So ways I would be doing that is through any sort of drop-in performance assessment and screening for individuals. So um, airmen and soldiers, they could sign up for individualized consults, like I talked about previously, where we would sit down, talk one-on-one, -on -one, um, what any kind of barriers they might personally have, what kind of goals they want to achieve, um, and we would follow up monthly on those goals, see how we're doing with that. Um, the other way is through educational briefing. So maybe instead of doing one-on-one, uh, -on -one, teaching um, in a group setting, um, like we said, maybe virtually for now, um, other things, so focusing on readiness for deployment categories. So um, those that, you know, are either flagged or could benefit, if leadership think they could benefit, you know, sending them my way or, or Devin's way to, to work with. Um, and then through the, any kind of educational presentation. So um, like I said, I've already gotten started with some presentations on the Army side, which these will be available for the air as well. So. Um, virtual presentations on just nutrition basics is one I've covered. Um, the other one has been on nutrition and dietary supplements. Um, this can be, especially that category is a hot topic. It's just a very confusing category. Um, there's a lot of different supplements on the shelf. So knowing the safety and which ones could be good and which ones might not be so good. Um, this month we'll be having a presentation um, on nutrition and immune function. And that will be on January 19th at 1930. So uh, tuning into those kind of events. Um, other things, so the, the flyers will be handed out, social media posts on the Otis Facebook page, um, recipe posts will be sent there weekly. Um, and then family cook night. So we know that wellness is not um, an individualized approach. It's much easier when we get the whole family involved um, and work on it as a team in that regard. So family cook nights are being offered on Zoom. This month we'll be having one where we do a stir fry cook um, and we'll be cooking on the 26th at 1900. Um, and two other things I wanted to touch on is how I would help is working with dining facility um, for drill weekends, trying to help um, organize the meals that are provided. That way we're fueling ultimately on our, our drill weekends. Um, and lastly, doing body comp testing. So using this as a motivational factor, seeing where we're at, uh, working with Devin and myself, um, and over time seeing the improvements we can get on body comp testing. So as of right now, we're not able to offer that just because of COVID and we're right. trying to minimize in-person events, but that is something we're hoping to 
get started soon. So a few questions um, in regard to, you know, all those resources that you laid out for us. Um, you you hit in on something that I can personally relate to and I know my coworkers can relate to is, you know, sometimes our blood sugar is a little bit low. We get that two o'clock crash or mm-hmm. like hit a wall. Is there something um, that you know to work based on um, just maybe not even know, understanding like our baseline diet or um, kind of like just something very general and generic that could help us, like if we hit that crash or kind of maybe trying to avoid being in that um, cycle. Yeah, so that would go back to the timing component. Mm -hmm. So eating frequently throughout the day, eating every couple of hours. um, And also in those times that we are eating, pairing a complex carbohydrate. So that's something that's going to be, instead of like a simple carb, which is something like white rice, right, white bread, those things are going to give us a quick peak in blood sugars, but then Mm -hmm. a crash later where we feel that that 2 p.m. crash. Instead of that, we want something that's like a complex carbohydrate, so something like brown rice or Mm -hmm. whole wheat bread, whole grain crackers paired with a protein. So um, you could do like crackers and peanut butter or um, um, like hummus and carrots or something like that, some kind of pairing. Mm -hmm. Um, So you're getting some complex carbohydrates and some protein um, to keep fueled throughout the day and prevent that crash. Because I can tell you that um, the instinct is to go towards uh, <laughs> a energy drink of some sort, mm-hmm. be it uh, a monster. I know that's really popular in my group. And then, um, like, for me, I, I, I opt for coffee. And I know that the O2X is a, pro- a proponent and, like, promoter of caffeine, well, caffeine in the form of coffee. I don't know. Are you able to speak to that a little bit? Yeah, so caffeine, there have been some studies on caffeine and performance, Um For some individuals, it can be beneficial, but that's not the case for all individuals. And there's also that sweet spot, right? So too much caffeine, if we keep going more and more into caffeine, there's going to be a point where it has more negative effects versus beneficial effects. So um, finding that sweet point with the caffeine, and don't get me wrong, I love coffee. I'll I'll have my coffee in the morning. Um, But to prevent that crash and prevent getting Mm -hmm. too dependent over consumption on coffee and that caffeine um, turning towards those other components, sort of the timing, trying to incorporate some balanced nutrition instead of always turning to a, like an energy drink or some coffee for caffeine. I know one thing that I've been preaching about personally and within my work section is definitely water, like staying hydrated. Um, so, you know, going back to like our elementary school training in the food pyramid, it's always eight glasses of water a day, 64 ounces. So um, is there something that or is there additional information or better information in regard to like water consumption? Because again, everybody has different body composition. We're all different weights and heights. Yeah. So the eight cups a day, that's a good general guidance. Um, but it does vary depending on our activity level, how much we're sweating or any other components to our sweat um, components are different per individual. Um, this is actually something that interests me a lot because it's something that I had my own personal issues with being a Division One soccer player at UConn. Um, I had difficulty balancing my hydration. Mm-hmm. I was finishing games completely cramped in my legs, mm-hmm. um, lightheaded, even slurring my words at some points. Um, it was it was pretty scary, at least for my mom. <laughs> she didn't appreciate it. Yeah. Um, but I underwent a study where I, my sweat component was tested, and I found that I sweat much higher mm-hmm. sodium content than other individuals. So in that regard, my individual needs were for higher sodium. I needed more salt at my meals, needed okay. extra like Gatorade and extra um, electrolytes in between games. So knowing that, that this is an individualized approach mm-hmm. um, is one takeaway. But the other thing, too, is um, aiming for two and a half liters is a good rule of thumb. Rehydrating first thing in the morning, mm-hmm. we lose, we can lose about a liter. 
overnight. Um, and just knowing too that 50% of our body weight is water and that helps with lubricating joints, absorbing impact. Um, water helps transport nutrients throughout our bodies and a 2% drop in hydration can significantly impact cognitive and physical performance. So it is, like you said, important to stay hydrated using the urine test. So aiming for that light color um, instead of a dark color all throughout the day. Um, so another thing that I've heard too in regard to, um, I mean, you mentioned, you know, like urine, but <laughs> um, if it's clear, that is an indicator that you don't have enough electrolytes. No, clear would indicate true? that you're hydrated. Um, okay. So aiming for that light yellow clear mm -hmm. um, is a good thing. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I'm kind of harping on this one be just because I feel like a lot of times um, from what I hear just from coworkers and, and, and in personal life that a lot of people don't really care to drink water. And sometimes they think they're drinking enough water and they don't get enough water. And that could really solve a lot of issues in their lives, be it overeating and, um, you know, I guess being um, less foggy headed, what have you, and considering, like you said, we're comprised mostly of water. Um, do you have a recommendation on those that struggle maybe to drink water? Do you have um, products that you feel are beneficial, but not like detrimental to one's health, like supplement wise, like I, I, for yeah. example, like the Mio or um, crystal lights or those things um, out there? Well, for supplements, I tend to try to stick away from that. But general mm -hmm. tips I would give is always keeping a water jug with you. Like I have my big blue one right here mm -hmm. by my side. I keep it with me all day long and I aim, I have a goal every day to try to th uh, drink three of those oh, okay, to achieve yeah. my fluid goals. Um, another thing too, if people just don't like the taste of water, you know, adding in something like lemon or mm -hmm. mint, um, natural kind of things to give it a sweetness or a different taste um, to get you to drink your water. Um, but any liquid you're consuming throughout the day does count as, you know, um, aiming towards hydration. Even coffee does. There is, you know, confusion about coffee being dehydrating, but it okay. still is giving you liquid at the end of the day. And that, um, that does count as consuming fluid. So using those general tips, keeping the water bottle, trying to flavor it naturally um, are the general recommendations I would give to stay hydrated. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you for that, Gianna. Yeah. I'm going to... Uh let Devin um, open the floor. I feel mm. like I could pick your brain a lot more, <laughs> but we want to give some time for Devin to, to kind of rule out what his plan is for our wing and uh, the air side. Yeah, of course. I appreciate that. And then just to uh, kind of expand on what Gianna said, uh, one trick that I've used uh, for myself to, I typically don't have an issue with uh, with getting water in. Mm -hmm. I, I don't mind drinking water, but just to kind of switch things up and get a little more interest in it, um, frozen fruit goes a long way. Mm -hmm. So if you just oh. drop in some frozen fruit, it oh, acts to kind of cool like off that. the beverage, obviously, but it also, mm -hmm. you know, frozen berries that they sell, like the mango strawberry mixes, and, and that can really add some flavor to the water as well. Thanks for the tip. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, personally, uh, you know, what we're, what we're offering is a pretty, a pretty wide range of resources. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, uh, uh, being sort of the full-time implementer for the program, we have access to, you know, we have over, we have over 200 specialists across the country that we have access to. Um, so if anything's sort of out of uh, minor Gianna scope, whether it be, um, you know, sleep questions, uh, you know, that are out of the general scope of things or, or, um, some more resiliency and, and more driven and specific thrive components mm -hmm. uh, about, you know, mental health and whatever it might be, you know, we can refer, obviously refer out from that. But uh, when it comes to just stress management and whatnot, we have a lot of resources um, through our partnership um, you know, as being from O2X as contractors and then partnered up with the Warrior Fit program. So on top of that, with the sweat component, uh, what we do is we offer a lot of one-on-one -on -one consultations. As John had mentioned, we do performance consultations with um, whole uh, squadron elements or whatever it might be. And then uh, from there, we can sort of drill down to the one-on-ones. That's going to be virtual or in person, however that's going on right now. Uh, it is a little bit difficult to do an actual performance assessment. Yeah. 
um, virtually. And then without having a sort of a, a home base to do any kind of you know, readiness assessments or, or physical uh, training components as it is. But what we can do is we can figure out, you know, where where's the hole in, in your training. And for some people, that may be as simple as I just don't know when I can fit it in my day. And, and then what we can do is we can work together and sort of drive home, you know, when are you going to be able to get time in for yourself mm-hmm. and then sort of develop a plan from there. And then with that, we can allocate resources as far as uh, an actual program. And that can be anywhere from the hundreds of programs we have in the app, which we'll touch on in a little bit, or personal programs if anyone has any specific injuries or any kind of specific ailments that really require them to be uh, a couple of workarounds when it comes to strength and conditioning. Um, that's something we provide as well. I, can, I myself will provide programs and we'll, we'll touch base with people. And then, you know, for example, we have uh, a couple of individuals on the, on the soldier side that are working with um, uh, special op selection preparation. So we'll work with them on, on, on getting trained up for that and, and sort of getting their bodies ready for the rigors of, of selections and um, same thing on the air side. You know, we can work with, with individuals on and anything that they're preparing for. And that could even be as simple as a triathlon. You know, oh, wow. I, I mean, it can be as simple as, you know, something that they just want to work on, on on their own time. Mm-hmm. But it all falls under the category of, of improving themselves physically and just uh, increasing their, their general preparedness for fitness. So uh, across the board, what we're, you know, what we're hoping to do is be able to, you know, once things hopefully can kind of lighten up and until then, once we're back on bases full time, uh, we'd be able to drop in and, and host PT sessions and uh, get involved more with drill weekends. And, and, you know, we can do some virtual PT now and then, but uh, it, it'd be great to be able to get on the ground and really, you know, kind of get boots on the ground and implement from a field standpoint. But uh, we offer a lot of services, like I said, as far as programming, training and conditioning, uh, injury prevention programs, and then all those services can be extrapolated to, uh, like I said, flight squadrons and, and working on just general preparedness of the airmen and of the force as a whole. And that's sort of what our, what our role is, is to, to improve the wellness and the health of the force. Um, so whatever we can do to help out. And it seems a bit vague, you know, but it's, it's, that's sort of a blessing in disguise in the sense that we can tailor resources to the people who need them and to what their specific needs and questions really are. Yeah, no, I I mean, as vague as it is, it just it just speaks to like you said, like those two hundred other professionals that are able, they're on board and able to get a little bit more granular in their field. Um, so one of the things um, that I would like for both of you to talk about, um, I personally have disseminated two emails in regard to our the O two X tactical app. Um, you also mentioned, you know, all the resources that you both have available for our airmen and. Um, aside from speaking about the app and the accessibility that they can reach, you know, those professionals from there, but the accessibility they have to you. I know like your goal is to um, go from the flight level and maybe onward up and just getting information disseminated, but contacting you directly, is that appropriate? Like if um, say myself, you know, aside from our working relationship, if I, if I remove myself from this situation and I hear this um, podcast, am I able to email you directly and, and get um, the resources available, or is there a, a kind of like a chain to, to work up? Absolutely. No, so people can reach out to us uh, directly, John or myself, and we'll share contact information at the end there. That way it's all consolidated in, in one place. Okay, great. Uh, and then, you know, as, as you had mentioned too with the app resources, mm-hmm. you know, we do have a couple different levels of implementation, and that's something outside of the resources Gianna and I just shared uh, personally. We also have some resources that we're rolling out a little bit more formally w- within the Airmen uh, community. So what we're going to be doing is – we're going to be having uh, a tier one implementation, which is going to be workshops, uh, didactic, hands-on sessions, and we'll we'll kind of give more details on that in a second. But I'd like to start with the app. Okay. Um, and so uh, on the app level, what we're doing is we're, we're opening up the floor to a, a really high-level virtual resource that we have. Mm-hmm. 
and that's the O2X Tactical Performance app. And uh, we have limited number of spots available for airmen. So if, if you have any interest in that, please reach out uh, to your chain of command and express interest. And you'll see some comms coming through from Tech Sergeant Givens and maybe a couple other resources. But um, that will end up in your inbox or sort of in your field of view shortly. So with the app, there's a lot of really cool resources. Um, and it is broken up into our Eat, Sweat, Thrive uh, categories. So on the Eat side, we have a lot of cool video recipes and, and follow-along recipes that you can use. And you can also... Set daily goals and track your progress and track your nutrition intake. Oh, excuse me. Track your hydration. And it really is a cool way to keep yourself accountable mm. on the eat side. On the sweat side, we have a couple different aspects. We have a sweat generator. So that's just a really quick uh, filter generator where you can add in, I have 20 minutes and I only have kettlebells or I only have mm -hmm. body weight. What that is, it kind of it'll spit you out a workout within a couple seconds and it'll, it'll give you a, a full walkthrough timed or rep-based workout that you can get done wherever you need to with whatever means you have. And then on top of that, on the flip side, we have uh, actual programmed out uh, strength and conditioning programs. So we have injury, injury prevention programs, we have running programs, we have general strength and conditioning programs, uh, and they'll span anything from, uh, from just four-week body weight only. Uh, we currently have a, a Warrior Fit program in there that's six weeks body weight only or minimal equipment. Uh, and it has a foundations level and it also has an intermediate advanced level. So it's not just... Uh, body weight for people who are new. It can be body weight for anyone who's actually just really missing the gym and really missing their typical yeah. routine and, and want that extra challenge. So we have a different couple levels of implementation on that point. And then uh, with that sweat section as well, there's uh, the ability to take physical assessments. Mm -hmm. So and with that, kind of just doubling back, you can track your progress and keep all your weights within the app and you can jump around from day to day, track your progress. Um, so there's all that really cool features on the sweat side. And I, I'd say that's probably one of the biggest components of the app and just hundreds if not thousands at this point of programs. And they're all written by um, human performance specialists from across the country. Uh, I myself have written a couple of those programs. And then we have uh, you know, really, really world-class world experts that have written the programs outside of that. And all the recipes mm -hmm. are coming from nutritionists such as Gianna, who are registered dietitians. Yeah, actually those recipes that are going, so we have some already on there, plenty, um, but I am also adding to those. So those ones that I'm posting on the Otis Facebook page, those are also getting uploaded to the app so they can be accessed there as well. Oh, thanks for adding that. Yeah, that's, that's good to know. Yeah. Um, just real quickly, I, I want our audience to know um, just from personal experience and having downloaded the app and uh, poking around there and utilizing it and setting up my profile, um, one of the, the buy-ins I've had from my coworkers is just the interface of it. Um, you mentioned the sweat piece, and, and really that's what got the buy-in for them to download <laughs> it immediately once I opened it up on my phone and showed them. But um, like you had mentioned, doing just a quick assessment, um, just checking boxes of the equipment that you have available to you and then having those pre-programmed um, workouts populate. And then once you select a, pro, uh, a workout, then what you're, you're seeing next are actual um, videos yep. of individuals performing the exercise. So that really got my coworkers excited and they're like, oh, this is a really cool tool. Um, and they immediately downloaded it. So I really appreciate the way that the the app is being interfaced and having like actual individuals filmed performing the workout because sometimes um, depending on, you know, your fitness level and even depending on your background, not everybody is familiar with maybe what it even uh, a burpee is. I think that a lot of people are familiar and um, maybe not their favorite uh, exercise, <laughs> but I mean, as challenging as it is, but still like just seeing someone actually perform it on video and that way you can um, perform it appropriately and you don't have to like Google it or try to find a YouTube video of someone. Mm -hmm. I've had that issue personally from um, 
workouts that I've done in the past is just having it written out like Arnold was at the uh, Arnold shoulder press and just like, what the <laughs> heck is this? I yeah. need to like actually yep. Google this. So I think that you guys have done a really well, a uh, good job with that. Great. Thank you. Yeah. The company's put a lot of time and resources into it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's, you know, we're, we're a, a nationally spread out company, you know, but we are based in situate, right? So it was all pretty, it's kind of a local, a local entity, oh, okay. you know, so it's really nice that we, you know, a lot of those, the, the people that you see in the videos, they may or not be, may or may not be walking down the street oh, yeah. you know, somewhere in New England. So <laughs> it's kind of cool that it kind of brings it all home. But uh, yeah, the video demonstrations are awesome. And it's a really good way to, like you said, get the full aspect of everything and it'll time you within the app and, mm -hmm. Um, another great feature, like, as you had mentioned, was the assessments. Um, mm -hmm. That's another one of the features of the app is you can do uh, physical assessments, and that can be anything from our proprietary O2X physical assessment and readiness assessment, and then you can actually go through and take sort of you know the FBI entrance exam or you yeah. can do any kind of special operations units, physical fitness tests, and then um, on a more applicable level, you can take the, uh, the Air Force basic uh, physical, uh, physical fitness test, and you can actually track your progress with it through there as well. So it'll be a self-prompted test. You'll be able to, you know, start the timer, enter your reps in, um, hit next, and, and continue entering your information. And it'll actually track your progress over time. It'll give you a little graph, and you'll really be able to sort of see where your improvements lie. And you'll mm -hmm. also be able to see um, any kind of programs that'll that'll help you along the way and see if you're if you're really progressing and making those one percent changes. Um, and on the Thrive side, the Thrive source section is really cool in the sense that there's a lot of guided meditations with visuals and auditory cues. There are uh, we have uh, mental performance experts who will do guided uh, physical relaxation techniques and um, just different ways where you can sort of wind down or transition from your from your workspace. You know, I've heard some examples of of service members using them uh, as transition moments. You know, mm -hmm. set a five minute uh, uh, breathing strategy on the app and can do box breathing, whatever it might be, and or low and slow breathing and. You can set that five-minute timer on your on your uh, on your app on the O2X app, and you can do a self-guided meditation for three to five minutes just before you go into work, or maybe before you go into your to your home. And it really helps to transition the spaces, especially now that we're doing a lot of working from home, and, and sort of those lines are starting to blend and bleed into each other. You know, it's really it really does a lot for your mental health to to keep those separate as best you can, and really help transition those spaces. Uh, and on the Thrive side as well, there's uh, small yoga sections. Oh, and, yeah, and I was going to mention that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so same <laughs> thing. They have video-guided walkthroughs, and mm -hmm. you do um, short segment, 20, 15-minute, whatever it might be, yoga sections. And it, it's it's led by a, uh, a yoga specialist who has, you know, lots of years in the field, and, and these people are really, really masters at their craft, and they can take mm -hmm. you through workouts, and it's all right in your pocket, and that's the cool thing about it. And then uh, speaking about having access is, there's a ask an expert feature, which will actually, you could prompt in a question, sort of like an FAQ or a contact us. Mm -hmm. That gets sent to O2X HQ in Situate, and then that information then gets disseminated out to one of our specialists. So chances are, if you have a strength and conditioning question, it'll probably pop up in my inbox, and then I'll get back to you with an answer oh, yeah. within 24 to 48 hours. And then if it's a nutrition question, it'll probably pop up to Gianna. And then if it's anything sort of sleep-based or, or mental performance-based, whatever it might be, it'll get shuffled out to uh, one of our hundreds of experts across the country. So you'll really get you'll get an answer from a from an expert. You know, it, it's one of those things where it's it really is. It's it seems simple, you know, to ask mm -hmm. an expert feature, but you really will get a, a tailored answer and a tailored response within a short time frame. And it, it's a lot of resources to have just right in your pocket. Yeah, I think like just from um, again coming from an Air Force Resiliency aspect and like being introduced to O2X and what the resources are available. It's one thing to have me as Technical Sergeant Mandy Givens talking about. Um, the mental um, aspect of, you know, mindset and being able to um, perform, you know, based on being mentally strong and resilient. But it's another thing, another um, realm to have a resource of 
um, psychiatrists and therapists who are providing expert advice and information. So I think, you know, our airmen are lucky to have both of those resources, but also more so lucky to just have that perspective and unbiased um, curriculum. Not to say like their residency program curriculum is from UPenn, the Center of Psychology, but still having um, that that access, like you said, the turnaround time of just up to what forty eight hours or yeah, whatever it might be. And that's, yeah. That's to say, too, like you had mentioned, the resiliency program. And, mm-hmm. and that's you, – you can't have too much access to information from what right. I've seen. And, and it, it comes from – when it comes from different voices and different communication styles and mm-hmm. different means of, of implementation, it really tends to have a bigger impact. You know, if you learn yeah. some, one thing three different ways, it's going to have a better chance of taking a hold. And I have to say, like, the buy-in here for this program, it, it is the fact that the resources are subject matter experts and they're not, like, again, you know, Sergeant Givens just saying, hey, this is a good idea to do this. The, these – the resources available to us are from people who have spent years in in this field and study like yourselves and um, are open and willing to communicate with us and helping us become better, mm-hmm. 1% better. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this is an opportunity for you guys. I want to open the floor for you both, kind of just promote yourselves and what you're working on and uh, that contact piece as well and be, uh, have a our airmen to be able to, you know, access you offline. Sure. Um, so just going back to it, um, we're here to help at the end of the day. We're here to help you get 1% better um, and with my component in the in the each section. So I'm happy to help whether individually or in a group setting um, just to help you achieve those goals to get better and help you perform with your duties and um, be a better airman. Thank you, Jana. Sure. So I uh, just want to touch quickly on the sort of our uh, in-person workshops mm-hmm. that we have coming up. So uh, keep an ear out for the spring and summer time frame. We'll be uh, reaching out with communications soon to look out for, um, uh, for your leadership, your chain of command. We'll be starting to recruit for our in-person workshops, mm-hmm. and that's going to be sort of we'll do some for the 104th, some for the for the 102nd. And that'll be a couple days of in-person didactic and hands-on trainings, and, and that's going to be – you're not going to be sitting in a, in a classroom all day, which is nice. You know, you'll be – learning from these world-class experts that we were talking about on, on topics such as mental performance, uh, nutrition on the go, uh, how to, you know, how to train properly, how to recover properly. What do these things mean for you in your life? And it really is a, a really intensive, cool aspect to what we do and how we implement uh, with the force here. So that's going to be in the spring, summer timeframe. Uh, there's going to be uh, strength and conditioning sessions going on. There's going to be body composition assessments. There's going to be physical assessments. There's going to be um, a lot of different ways that you can you can improve and learn and, and really uh, develop sort of develop your game and and improve yourself um, as a tactical athlete. And this will be for anyone from people who are struggling to pass PT tests or people who just want to really reach that next level and find some um, some consistency in their training and in, in their mental resiliency or whatever it might be, or people who are struggling with nutrition and, and whatnot. So that'll be a great way for everyone to get involved and, and really see what the, the Warrior Fit O2X program is all about. So like I said, if you are interested in getting proactive and getting ahead of that, we are limited on spots. So please reach out to your leadership and chain of command. And then if you want to contact myself or Gianna for, uh, for any kind of our services, it's just our first names. So Gianna is G-I-A-N-N-A yep. at O2X.com. And mine is D-E-V-O-N, Devin with an O at O2X.com. And that's uh, Oscar, the number two, x-ray.com. Thank you, Devin. Thank you, Gianna. Really appreciate you taking the time today to talk about the O2X um, Warrior Fit program and the resources that you're making available to our airmen. And um, on top of that, as far as accessing the both of you, um, I'm also, again, I'm the POC for the 102nd. So anybody that wants to reach me on Outlook, 
feel free to do so. Um, again, thank you for allocating time today to, to let our airmen know what you have available for them. Um, and we look forward to seeing more distroed emails and resources from the both of you. Yeah, appreciate you having us. And, and uh, please don't be afraid to reach out. We don't want to just be the, a name behind an email. So feel free to give us a call or whatever it might be. And uh, hopefully we'll see everyone soon and hope everyone stays safe. Yep, thank you for having us today. Um, and like Devin said, feel free to reach out. We're happy to help. Again, thank you both for contributing to the unity within the 102nd community. For those of you listening and wish to contribute to an episode of the Warrior Airman podcast, please reach out to me via Outlook email or my personal email at mandy.givens at yahoo.com. I look forward to hearing from you. Take care. Mm-hmm.